Today is 79. 79 of what? It's 79 of CG Magazine's podcast. We're getting up there. We are. We've probably yeah. done more than that. I just started counting. Yeah, I think you just, yeah, you're just like, let's just start counting. Because we were doing days for a while, yeah. and now it's just. So we're probably well into, you know, I'll say. We're probably over 100. That awesome? We've probably but broken 100. We have, but we we're starting have. fresh at, like, I think I just started like a few months ago. So, yeah. Whatever. So 79. Yeah. Welcome, CGM Podcast. And I, I'm joined by the regular people today. And I'm going to start with Alex. Hello, Alex. Hello. Mountain Man Alex crawled down from the mountains to see us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Phil crawled out of a dark movie theater to see us. I did indeed. Very that's, nice. That's where he lives. Mm-hmm. He does. In the movie so theater? He lives the, in the theater. The mm-hmm. Phantom of what the is Theater. This, Eden of the East, Wayne? Hmm? Eden of the, you remember the anime where they live in the movie theater? That was a thing? Oh, wait. Yeah, Eden of the was, East. Oh, it was like okay. post-apocalyptic yeah. Japan anime. Right. The okay. game. Anyways, this is long. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's more like Phantom of the Theater. Phantom yeah, of the... He's uh, popcorn, he just yeah. comes out and just... What was that movie? Phantom of Paradise. Yeah, Phantom yes. Of Paradise. It's a great movie. It's a bad movie. It's oh, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazingly bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good combination of great and bad. It's so weird. That's De Palma for you. Isn't it also like some weird like Dorian Gray stuff in there? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, that and The Faust and it's a musical as well. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And actually at the end, um, I don't know why I'm talking about Phantom of Paradise, but at the end... It's Halloween-y? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> At the end, they do like a gothic rock opera, and the singers are all made up like Kiss, and it was before Kiss existed. That's oh, amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. They predated Kiss. They so, did. yeah, Kiss saw that and said, if he can do that. I think it goes without saying, but I've never heard them admit it. Cause of course not. <laughs> like Gene Simmons is going to admit he yeah, stole yeah. someone else's idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And at the end table is Brendan Fry. How it goes? Sounds. Yeah. And then clicking away on his laptop is Wayne Santos. Yep, still illiterate. How do you pay attention and look at your laptop at the same time? He doesn't. Time? I catch you texting. Yeah. I catch him I doing imagine. laptop stuff. You I catch all that, too. I, I text my email when <laughs> I sit yeah. here. I'll work, podcast, yeah. check email. I'm just all watching anime. Day. I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> Attack on Titan. So that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's what I'm doing. You could be watching worse stuff. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, if no one's paying attention to the person talking, I usually put my, down my phone so they don't feel like they're talking to a table of people <laughs> who don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, God. I've just been talking with none of you guys paying, well, paying like, attention. We're all listening, but, you know, you get the divided attention. Mm-hmm. No one, we're just talking about this film, no one does one thing anymore. I do. I do. I, do I have nothing with me, as you can see right now. It's yeah. true. Yeah, I'm amazed. Yeah, and Phil's forced to watch have movies all the time. Uh, no, I don't have a smartphone. Yeah. That would be why. I love doing one thing. I probably should get one, but I don't. No. It's evil. No, smarter phones make for dumber people, so yeah. don't do it. No. <laughs> the smarter your phone is, the dumber you become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, is it, what's, Brendan's always got the smartest phone out there. <laughs> so you're saying it gets progressively dumber as it goes? Because you rely increasingly on your phone to do oh, stuff that you should yeah, yeah. be able to do in your head. Yeah, it's oh. just... Yeah, I thought it was just computers. Is it just? Yeah, it's just technology. In general? Yeah, it, it is technology it's in general. It's like a computer in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. it is a computer in your pocket. Math, so, spelling. So this is a singularity, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we've reached it. We are approaching the singularity. Mm-hmm. Only instead of it being like jetpacks, it ended up being phones. You can, you know, computers you carry in your pocket. Phones that are smarter than you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, you yeah. just have to convince yeah. them to play. Uh, when Siri when knows, yeah. games When Siri knows how to get to the grocery store and you don't, that's a problem. So, well, is it around the corner or is it like a town over? Yeah. You know, well, okay. well you, know, yeah, you, word is you just walked know. 600 miles out of the city because Siri told you that's where you had to go, and you believed her. So, yeah. uh, so you're I saying s- Siri's the devil? Yeah. I okay. say we convince them to play, like, point-and-click adventure games or point-and-click browser games so they never do anything else. Ah. Uh, and then we'll be fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, until sense. we start playing yeah. them, yeah. and then we all are locked in there forever. Yeah. So when the computers and the people play point-and-click adventure games perpetually, yeah. we're doomed. That is the singularity right there. Well, the singularity is just a giant MMO in which we're all playing oh, and doing nothing else. Oh, that sounds awful. So in the MMO, we're playing point-and-click adventure games. Yes. That people, is, people are already doing that in Second Life anyway, so <laughs> that's, that's actually happening. <laughs> and people making models of penises. Yeah. Those two things. Yeah. I plan on joining Second Life very and soon. And furries, yes. Mm-hmm. So. Furries, penises, and... Everything arrow. happens in Second Life. Oh, Everything. And bronies. So. And bronies. All the bronies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to join Second Life, and now I'm a little afraid. Don't try to... Why would you join it now? Because I'm just late to the party. I still want to try it out. Don't try it's it still out. Going. It's like showing up to the party three days after the party. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. No, second, second, second life will always be morbidly fascinating. Exactly. Oh, no. like when, I, when you get I, in there and you see I'll get in for a month and I'll yeah. get really bored and never want to try to get. Or you'll never leave. Yeah. Or, or I'll it? never could leave. Yeah. Likely, yeah. I'll make real money doing whatever I want. You exactly. could actually make money. Yeah. Exactly. Or you could just meet somebody and just abandon you know, like all My of life. your real world relationships. Yeah. Well, he had a penis head. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. What? Had ears. Yeah, there, that, that head, makes yeah. way more sense than penis head. There's a lot of penis heads in that game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it's just not leaving anything to the imagination. Nope. nope. You know, women like some of things left to the imagination, men. Just so you guys know. It's not a game about imagination. No penis heads. Yeah, I, I hate to break your bubble now, but most of the people on Second Life not the greatest. <laughs> the dregs of society. Yeah, it's it's the pretty social low, circle. Really. Although yeah. some of them are fiendishly good business people, though. See, that's what I'm hoping yeah. to be a fiendishly good are, business yeah. person in. Second Some life. of them are making a lot of money in Second Life. It's mm-hmm. weird and creepy. All right, well, I'll update you if I ever actually join it. You should, because I, I want to hear what happens when you start interacting <laughs> you know? with Soviet, you know. And she was never seen again. Yeah. yeah. Ever. <laughs> Just in my basement. Click, 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 click. Anyways. News. Yes. We will start off with um, goodbye to the Wii. Yeah. Mm. It's farewell, we. At, at least in Japan, um, they, there's still no word on how long it's going to take for this to move over to North America, but at least in Japan, they have stopped making them. Well, don't they only, do they only manufacture them in Japan, or is there a manufacturer in the States? I don't know. I would assume they're just like manufactured they in the States. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I just think Japan would just own that. Yeah. So, you know, it's like at least in Japan, when you go into the stores now, it's like none of those Wii's so have been freshly just... shipped. It's yeah. all just yeah. existing stock. Yeah. It's... So once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Get your Wii now. Mm-hmm. I guess you could always buy a Wii U. You could. It's the same yeah. thing. It is. It really is. It's more expensive. No, because you, 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 you get the tablet screen. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you just need oh, the backwards yeah, compatible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's where it's the extra $200 or whatever. The tablet To be fair, that actually is kind of where the extra money went. Yeah. The actual tech isn't very good. So if you want a Wii... Run out and buy it. What does this mean for the Wii Mini? Is that even around anymore? No. Well, what maybe. Happened to I don't that? know. Okay, who knows? Nintendo. Yeah, that, that came out a little while ago. In Canada only. It was cheap. Uh, yeah, I, I Canada, don't know what happened to it after. It was Canada Wii. Yeah, so. It was red and yeah, funky and yeah, Canadian. Semi-gimped. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you want a Wii, buy it now. They might be clearing them out just yeah. because they're after, in stock. After you know? all, yeah, uh-huh. just... We've, we've got a new console generation, so these things are going to be cheap. Yeah, so yeah, we're they not really getting are. one. Buy them now so you can do retro videos in like five years. <laughs> Sad but true. Yeah, oh, man. yeah. It will. It will be a retro video but thing. It won't in about be retro because it will still look like a Wii U game. They look the same. No, they don't. Wii U looks way better. Really? Oh, Wii. Yeah. It actually does look Bayonetta way better. Bayonetta two could sure. not be done on the oh. Wii. Yeah, pretty well. I none of the so. Wii U games can be done. On it. Even that level. I don't know. I've only played uh, all of one game, which is Mario, and it looked the same. But on... even in Mario, no, because it, it was better. it was a, it wasn't the three D world. The Wii could never have handled that like. Van Gogh level. For no, it really couldn't. No. 
I don't remember that level. Oh, well, you didn't play it then. I did. I played through the whole thing. Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> Wow, no just, mercy from mm-hmm. Phil this week. Oh, man, he's just yeah, on just the just tearing me apart. Because yeah. I don't remember, because I played way way too many Mario games. Yeah. I just remember thinking, oh, this is Mario, like, it was on the Wii. Yeah, I know what you mean, because it is still very simplistic animation, yeah. but it was more detailed and had more going on. All right. Handle, Maybe sure. I just didn't care. Yeah, probably. Totally something. And then Wayne has some, ex- well, okay, not exciting news. Maybe um, it's infuriating news. It's, yeah, it's, it's infuriating or upsetting news. Or, and you have a video about that next week, right? Yeah, or, you know, it's like if you <clears throat> want to remain on the, you know, be a little more diplomatic about it, you know, it's like this is news that will make you feel highly skeptical. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You'll shift in your chair. Yeah, so, so what's going on is that um, a little while ago, um, 20th Century Fox filed a trademark for software that was named Alien Isolation. And that's the only factual data that we have. But then after that, um, uh, Kotaku in particular, they claimed that you know they had multiple sources who were coming to them that were telling them exactly what alien isolation is supposed to be. And it's actually supposed to be a first-person shooter being yeah. done by Creative Assembly who do real-time strategy games. They do, no, they do uh, semi-real-time strategy? They, they do Rome, Total War. But it's not really real-time because the actual combat is, like, turn-based. No, it's not. No, it isn't. There's no, I thought there was turn-based parts. Uh, there's, turn, there's turn-based parts where you're on the map. Okay, there are, yeah, there, okay. there, are, there are turn-based segments after the battles are okay, over okay, where yeah. you can do stuff, but once it actually gets into the fighting, it's just traditional RTS. Okay. Yeah. But, it's small map, sort yeah. of. But Just I mean, the fighting most yeah. Like you know, the important thing here though is that these guys do strategy games, and now according to this rumor, they're going to be doing a first-person shooter. Does this sound like a good idea to anybody? Sounds no. like a risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can it get much worse than Aliens Colonial? Uh, well, yeah. See, it, it actually can get worse because the main character of this game is supposed to be Amanda Ripley. Oh. The daughter of wow. Ellen so Ripley. Like so it's not even a sequel. It's like a midway prequel. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then on top of that, okay, this is the part that gives me a little bit of hope. Um, not much, but a little. Is that some of the details about the game that have slipped are that it's supposed to take place on a single location. It's just supposed to be a big space station, mm-hmm. and that there are going to be elements of like hiding and stealth. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be all kitted out with like the big gun, just emptying your pulse rifle, and there's only going to be one alien. As opposed like, to like a whole horde, so they're actually trying to bring it back more in line with Alien, as opposed to Aliens and its subsequent sequel. An interesting survival horror. The one Alien yeah. idea is cool, but I'm not a big fan of a lot of inter, a lot of stealth game. Is it like here's a great hide in this vent? Yeah, they'll they'll probably have you running through vents and you know doing more running away from the alien and hiding from it rather than just face it down with the gun. That, in fire. concept, that could be cool. Yeah, it could. Well they did yeah. it in Amnesia, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. well designed. It can be fun. Like that Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Yeah. Was that was really no good. Weapons yeah. or anything, yeah. and that was. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you know. On the other hand, they've already screwed this franchise up so many oh, yeah. times. It's like apparently one other aspect of this rumor is that, um, again, this is all rumor, but apparently Sega had a huge, huge post mortem going on after Colonial Marines yeah. because they were like, okay, why did this screw up so massively, yeah. and how can we make sure that this doesn't happen again in the future? So, although yeah. I think it made money, to be fair, it did. Yeah, it it, sure it, it did. actually was nostalgia. like number one in the UK yeah. when it came out because. Nostalgia factor, yeah. like Mel was saying. Yeah, brand name loyalty. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, one, one of the things that they're trying to do is you know make sure that it doesn't screw up as horrendously as Colonial Marines did, mm-hmm. since you know critically a lot of people were upset and they panned it. You know, mm-hmm. even though financially it did. That's okay. the thing. Like mm-hmm. people remember how bad that game is. So even when it comes out, yeah. they might be iffy on buying it. Yeah, exactly. Even I mean, if nostalgia does kick in, they're like, I gave it nostalgia I mean, last time. I, I hear you. Ordering thing too. Right? Yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying about that. The only thing is, every Alien game before Colonial Marines sucked as well. Yeah. And they still showed up in big numbers. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind AVP. 
Yeah, AVP had its charms, and uh, Alien 3 for the Super Nintendo was good. But that's, you know, we're digging. (laughs) We're digging digging pretty deep here. (laughs) I mean, it's like video games have not been kind to the Alien franchise. I've kind of lost a lot of my personal like of the franchise just because of seeing all the offerings and just seeing them keep keep putting them out. And it's like, they're the same thing almost every time to me. That's how I feel about Sonic. Yeah. Just overdone well, now becoming like what a werewolf and oh yeah he's been a, Sonic he was a werewolf at didn't he love like a small like 12 year old girl at some point no his I, girlfriend is Amy and she's pink she's a stalker 12. I think she's just a stalker for him I think he's yeah. uh, wasn't he like at human got Sega admits that it's either that or Shadow who's basically Shadow's just a really brother vaguely unsettlingly that. racist version of Sonic but wasn't there a like a human girl that Sonic kind of got on got it on uh, with at one yeah. point don't that's horrible that's disturbing they have half human half it's, hedgehog babies it's slightly disturbing yes yeah. it's best not to think about it no I I'm, that, I'm just not going to I'm going to so. do that in second life okay you could Why? yes the half They're hedgehog half your half hedgehog children right there yeah oh <laughs> My empire will be built around it. There's a whole other plane of discussion that we should not be having on this podcast about this. So. <laughs> no. 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 No, I think we should move on. Yes. Um, just, is there any, there's no kind of dates or anything? There's no officialness on this. No, there, there is no officialness on this. I mean, apparently they were even considering actually showing it off at this year's E3. Mm-hmm. But then after the Colonial Marines flashback. Disaster. Right. Disaster, they kind of pulled back on that. It's like, maybe we shouldn't show this I right mean, now. I mean, so. like if it's got a dead space quality to it, I mean. Yeah, I can see that. If it yeah. does. And, yeah. and that seems what they're going to. Because mm-hmm. um, even with there just being one alien. Those things are pretty resistant yeah. if you don't have a pulse rifle. Well, I mean, like, you know, this this is the big mistake that they made with Colonial Marines is that yeah. they tried to turn it into a Call of Duty game. Yeah, and yeah, Aliens yeah. should not aliens. be a Call of yeah. Aliens game. Yeah, no. it's just, yeah, I mean, you already have a Call yeah. of Duty. You don't have to copy it to try to kill yeah. yeah. But they did. But they they like actually they did. did. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. So I feel like, yeah, by going back to the original Alien, the Dead Space set a market. Yeah, but Amanda thing. Ripley? Really? It's like, how, how are they going to justify this? But let's be honest. It sounds like they just be doing it to get... The association trying yeah. to bring in the nostalgia. Yeah, the yeah. Name. Like, like you guys remember that one yep. photo they showed of like the nice old lady in and one. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, can it be her as the old lady? No, it, 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 it probably won't be. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want an old yeah. lady. The walker yeah. and gun. Yeah, although like a bit old of movie survival yeah. horror. Oh, that'd oh, be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Although a bit of trivia for you, that photo of the old lady that was shown in the extended edition mm. was actually Sigourney Weaver's mom. Really? <laughs> yeah. That that was they they dragged out her mom's photograph for that's amazing. That yeah. So. So that's what that photo was. They haven't verified any of this information. This is all just like, this is this is yeah. this is all just inside sources, multiple sources, according to Kotaku, who are coming forward and saying, "Yeah, this is what's going on with Alien Isolation." Uh-huh. I'm going to wait so, for some confirmation yeah. on that, just because it. My the, under, yeah. my experience with Kotaku is a lot of it is very yeah. editorial. But I mean, it's like you know, considering that we already know there was actually an Alien RPG that was being done at Obsidian, which mm-hmm. they canceled. It's like yeah. this really isn't that far off the mark. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't yeah. seem like an RPG kind of game. No. Yeah. And yet they they tried. They tried to turn it into an RPG and then came to the same conclusion that you did and said, let's put the brakes to this. So, yeah. I mean, you have to upgrade your aliens' uh, intellect and charm stats. No, no, no. The, the aliens themselves weren't, like, you know, RPG, the level up grindy no, kind of things. No, it was Persona-style like, yeah. one, but playing the alien. I kind of want that yeah. now, actually. It should have been, like, you know, Pokemon alien, where it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. Catch all the aliens? Got, got to face hug them all or something <laughs> like that, I guess. Oh. That's how I would have done it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. How many combinations between, like, face yeah. hugger and new, new species yeah. can you make? Mix what and match. So it's you, basically you just, just said that Ripley's reading. daughter's in it. Yeah. And that it's a game where there are no weapons and there's yeah. only one alien. What if you're the alien? 
Hmm. That would be cool. That, that would, would be kind of I'd short, be with that. but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know win. whether the studio would actually be like your your sole job is to chase down this one helpless girl. Like, <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's taking out yeah. a whole ship you know, full of people. Otherwise, you know, it's like, okay, taking down a whole ship full of people, but then yeah. it's like, for you, the game ends badly because this being an alien game, you're going to get sucked out into space no Not matter what you do. So. You could be the one yeah. alien that won. Because, you know, if you're, if you're going up against, like, you know, a Ripley, then yeah. there's going to be this certain expectation of getting sucked out into space, right? So... Doing it as a game where you actually have to go around, plan out how you're going to take out the ship, and slowly upgrade yourself to the point where yeah. you become like strong, you become stronger, you yeah. abilities. Yeah. I mean, I, I would actually, yeah, I would actually not mind playing as the alien. Yeah. As a, as a mm-hmm. You did that in the uh, Alien vs. Predator from like 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was mm-hmm. great. It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, I mean, that could be all right. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. I have my doubts, yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they are going to probably make you play as Amanda Ripley. I, I, I guess so, yeah. eventually we'll see. Yeah. Mm. All right, Phil. I believe you had a piece right, or yeah, two. Some, yeah, I got some movie news and comic book e news. Let's start with the um, comic, comic bookie movie. Yeah, uh, comic bookie movie. Uh, comic book movie. We uh, well, there was the Captain America trailer that came yeah. out today, which we yes. all Yes. Yep. Which will be on our website right now, in case you missed it. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it looks quite promising. I was a little wary as to what they do with it because what I liked about the first Captain America was the old-fashioned like I, TV series. Yeah, I really, really yeah, loved the, the World yeah, War yeah, yeah. II, the vintage that was, stuff. That was yeah. great stuff. Yeah, that was, was a really stuff. good choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure what they were going to do with it, but from what we've seen, I mean, I'm not familiar with the Winter Story storyline, so I can't really speak to what it will be. Didn't that involve like Bucky? Yeah, yeah. Bucky, yeah. Bucky coming back. Yeah, yeah. this one was about Bucky. But uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't he turned over. Yeah, isn't the Winter Soldier? He got turned. something along those out of their way to like conceal the identity of the Winter Soldier, so it could presumably still be Bucky. Um, it probably is. Yeah, most likely yeah. is. Since yeah. you know, most of the people that are going to be watching this movie probably aren't regular Captain America yeah. readers, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. still be a surprise for them. Yeah, but so we've you know, basically just spoiled the movie. For well, yeah. Not necessarily, because look what they did with the Mandarin. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but um, so but yeah, so what I like about it is it seemed as though because the problem with Captain America is he is essentially a figure of propaganda and how to use that. Yeah. Um, first one I thought was very clever, kind of mocked that. This yeah. one it looks like. They're having him question American yeah, which, imperialism. Which, you know, it's like, it it should be done. Yeah. It, it really should be Seems done. Seems like it's a good angle thing. to take. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a good angle to take. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed very quippy, mm-hmm. which makes sense, because Joss Whedon is in charge of all these movies now. And, yeah, I don't know. It looked okay. Looked good, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I really just want to see how they tackle the whole angle of, you know, it's like what America is supposed to represent in yeah. the eyes of Captain mm-hmm. America versus... What America is actually doing with like you know preemptive strikes on other people in totally. the name of freedom. So and that seems like a good route yeah. to go, and they've already established Shield as being a bit morally questionable. Yeah, I think so, yes. I think the trailer actually hints at that, like oh, the preemptive strikes mm-hmm. things and whatnot. But yeah. uh, is Black Widow in the trailer? I just yes, it. yes, yeah, yes. Black Widow is yeah, in the trailer. Yes. So I wonder yeah. if they're going to play up the whole vague similarity she has with his original uh, love interest from the last movie. Oh, the British. Yeah, and the, uh, they have a super, they have a superficial. Physical similarity, which I noticed. Yeah, they could. She, um, I there, there was actually on the Iron Man three disc, they gave her a spinoff short. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. fantastic! Okay. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, they're trying. They're thinking about if Agents of Shield turns out well, she could get the next show. Hmm. Period. And that's still doing okay. Still doing, yeah, still doing very well. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Brendan. Well, I mean, in terms of ratings. Okay, Brendan yeah. can't wait for this series to die. <laughs> it's just not very good. Okay. Have you watched more than the pilot? I've watched like three episodes. Yeah. It just goes downhill very quickly. Yeah. Mm, I mean, it even has- with Joss Whedon. 
I don't he's how involved. Especially yeah. he's making, with he's making, Josh a, he's making Avengers yeah. right now. I mean, okay. it's just it feels like an okay series. It's just there's very little like they're throwing like oh yeah here's a peek at Nick Fury oh yeah, yeah it's still Marvel yeah it just feels very we're all archetypes of what Joss Whedon characters are and we're in Shield yay all, all they have to do is just bring in one girl. Who's One special Julie? girl in all of the world who kills vampires and then just assign her like this librarian yeah. guardian and be, the show will be great. Yeah. But to yeah. be fair, all Jazz Whedon shows tend to take a little bit to get going. That's so also that's true. Firefly, yeah. Which was amazing right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Which got canceled the earliest. Which got canceled immediately. But, but like the first season of Buffy's kind of... That was rough. It yeah. was rough. The uh, entire first season. There, were, there was still some interesting episodes. Yeah, no, I get it. You love Buffy. But yeah. I'm just saying. It was rough. Buffy mostly gets bad. Leave Buffy alone. What did she do to so, you? Still there. I'm, anyway. just, I'm not loving it. It feels okay. Just, yeah, it no, feels I, generic is what it is. I don't adore it. Yeah, I mean, and it is. But at the same time, I feel like, give it time. My, also, my biggest problem with it is I'm watching so much of like the Breaking Bad, so the... like. Oh, yeah, that no, doesn't rank up. Oh, the good is, stuff? Well, the good stuff, dark. but also the stuff That's that... Yeah. Even Sense of Anarchy, which is still not that dark. Yeah. Uh, they just have... They feel more tightly woven they have characters that are more realized yeah. they aren't so sugar coated so the world can be ugly yeah you gotta start I mean, watching like, baby daddy yeah, or something I mean, like, it's awful never gonna, it's never gonna not be ugly for sure yeah. but don't forget even with the shows like Sons of Anarchy you're talking about a show that's been several years into its run has that's established true. its characters yeah. so I think with any show you gotta give it time okay yeah. but I mean I understand your skepticism because certainly I feel like it's not great yeah but, but, but anywho a Captain America trailer hopefully will be great yeah so moving on um, the other thing we have is, yes, um, Michael Arndt, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the person who wrote Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I like uh, Toy Story 3. And he's... Wait, wait, the same person wrote both of those movies? That explains it a yeah, lot. Yeah, which more importantly, he's the person uh, who was, until today, uh, writing uh, the new Star Wars film for J.J. Uh, Abrams until he got shit-canned. And now Abrams has taken over along with Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Empire Strikes Back and yep. Return of the Jedi. Does it say why? Um, no, they, I mean, like, they, gave, they had a very sort of flowery press release saying we really appreciate where he's taken us now it's time for these other two writers who were is it too quirky maybe um no i mean my, my guess is that it wasn't very good oh yeah and um depends on what you think is good though yeah, the problem with that is that no i like his other stuff i like Little Miss yeah Sunshine. but um my my guess is that uh it just wasn't working out they my concern with it though is that i mean Lawrence kasdan is already writing the sequels so he's busy and uh jj abrams like they're starting production on this. Movie. Yeah, they like are. The ball is rolling, and he presumably should be focused on making the movie. Yeah. So um, it's very, very worrying. <laughs> a very, very worrying situation. Um, I think a lot of people were worried though before this happened. Oh yeah, no, no, no a lot of people worried before, and also sadly, this is just the reality of how these types of gigantic movies are made. You mm-hmm. pick a release date, and then you figure out what the movie's going to be. Yeah. And that's bad reverse engineering all along. So, um, yeah, could be good news, could be bad news. Could I be like okay the, news. Yeah, I like the idea of Kazan being involved since he obviously wrote the good Star Wars movies. Yeah, the, the good um, one. Yeah. Yeah, the really good one. Um, so He's also written a lot of bad movies, though. He has. He's yeah. done a lot of garbage. Um, so, that was, that, that was a, might have been a fluke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he wrote. He also did Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, and that was good. That yeah. was good. Okay, to okay. Do Raiders and Empire right on top yeah. of each other. That's, yeah, and also that's a pretty good. That was hated, so. <laughs> Those are really good. And also, he was guided by Lucas and Spielberg on those, but he's guided by Abrams on this, which is presumably okay. a good thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's still wait and see, but it's not great. Well, 
Uh, we'll see. Kind of. Great sign. We'll see what happens with it. I'm going into the new Star Wars movies with no expectations whatsoever. I'm assuming, That's probably good. I'm assuming they're going to be not even noteworthy in the slightest. So. Well, I stopped watching after awful. Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, these are awful. Them. And then... Yeah. <laughs> The second one, Attack of the Clones, is even worse it's than worse. Phantom Menace, and that is oh. a, that is mind. At least, at least Star Wars. That, that is amazing. Yeah. No, he is. And I thought, the I thought they got rid of him though. After I mean, the third one, he's only in one scene, and he does the worst thing ever. Yeah, but I thought he was like not in the second one because nah, people like, hated him so he's much. In the he's one. downplayed. Oh. Sure, he's, there. he's less horribly insensitive. I am glad I tapped out. Those movies were yeah. bad. Yeah. They weren't I mean, good. I just think he's a bad character. He doesn't piss me off like he seems to piss off other people, but. It just, it takes the tone, because we, every people forget that the original Star Wars movies were kind of kids' movies. And Lucas was trying to make the he new movies... He was trying to make another Chewie. He was trying to make another kids' movie, and by doing so, he made this Super horrible annoying. movie yeah. by trying to But there's like, a lot of critical stuff in it, too, well, though. Well, yeah, not as limited, too. That's the big yes. thing with Lucas, is because he has no limitations now, nobody's going to tell him... Well, now he does. He's gone. He's he no could just do whatever the hell he well, wanted yeah. at the time. Well, at the time of the prequels... Nobody was telling me. Oh, yeah, no. He, he could have stood at camera throwing socks at the camera. People would have gone to see it. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, he kind of did. He was, yeah. He was paying for it, so, you know, why yeah. not? Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, it was his show. There so. was a great moment in the, like, documentary about Phantom Menace where they show the screening when he finally shows the final cut. And uh, they just have shots of, like, Lucas and his staff watching it. And the credits roll, and they're just like... <laughs> no, like really freaked out, and then just and then Lucas says, um, "I think I may have gone too far." In and, and, and then and, and it's a really crazy moment. And then the next day, Lucas comes back and he's like, "You know what? I thought about it. That's the movie I wanted to make. It's fine. We're not going to." <laughs> okay, so that's, that's the problem there. Oh, so by virtue of the fact screenwriters are being fired on this, that means that they're at least trying and caring and hopefully. Well, they kind of have to do the yeah. best they can because everybody is going to be looking at it with incredible amounts of scrutiny. Those yeah. people Oh, God, are, yes. Yeah. Those people who aren't so jaded and disillusioned that they don't care anymore. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. As long as it's better than the prequels. I don't expect it to be as good as the first ones because, I mean... When Nothing. No, that was, yeah. that was a magic time. They they it cannot be repeated. So. Yeah, well, it was also like... It was all... Those were also like part of the reasons why they worked so well is they were all about like breaking down the most like tried and tested and beloved structures of storytelling and mm -hmm. character development and once you've used all those archetypes use them mm -hmm. <laughs> there's nothing left so now it becomes about building your own mythology and obviously last time that didn't work this time who knows maybe well, they, better they've proven they can you can do stuff with the star wars universe that is good mm -hmm. they've proven that in my with the kotor games mm -hmm. so there is a lot of potential in there and hopefully they can actually realize it yeah we'll see what happens though so that happened and then the other just little little thing in, mm -hmm. i'm not sure why i took such a long break there um, <laughs> That uh, DCU is starting to talk about uh, their next lineup of films. Um, yep. They've got two Batman ones coming up this year, and they're what to do after that. And the big one that they're rumoring doing is Superman Red Son by Mark. That Blair, one I want to see. Which would be incredible, because that's a great yeah. piece if of work. they respect the source material. Well, to be fair, they, which the they've been doing. Okay. The Flat, was the Flashpoint that. Paradox, that was amazing. Flashpoint Paradox is incredible, and that was really close. The Dark Knight Returns is obviously almost line for line, so mm -hmm. 100% that I'm not even concerned about. And the great thing about that is that's short enough that they could actually do that in mm. two hours uh, and do the whole stuff. How much... I forgot. Would it, did they go to any really dark places? Yeah. I mean, Superman becomes like an evil emperor over the world. So he becomes the leader stop. of Russia? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Russia yeah. becomes yeah. under the guide of Superman? Yeah. It's like Superman's... Uh, yeah. He lands in Russia instead of in the U.S. Yeah. And then he's sort of like... In the Superman comics, yeah. suddenly appears and is this wonderful figure as a symbol of the country, yeah. and then 
he essentially decides to take over the entire country and as you do he's elected yeah and then so he becomes of like one man army for russia and yeah. takes over most of the world except for the u.s and why and, not the u.s um, because the U.S. is run by Lex Luthor, okay, and he doesn't want to mess with him. <laughs> um, and there's and they want to keep capitalism going. And okay, so, and it's like over a period of many years, there's a huge gap, and right. the U.S. is the only holdout on that. And then um, he's like, because he's, you know, trying to live up to communist ideals, he's, he's doing everything for the right of good, but communism doesn't really work. Not with, um, not with human beings. No, not with Communism beings. works great with ants because yeah. they have no ego. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Human beings, like, yeah. Definitely. So, it, you know, he just ends up r- ruling over this, like, really awful uh, dictatorship that yeah. people yeah. are poor and starving and don't want to do, and he doesn't see it because he lives in this gigantic palace filled with statues of himself. So, <laughs> then in, so then simultaneously two things happen. In Russia... Uh, a, bat, a Russian Batman develops whose parents were killed by the Russian army led by Superman, and he becomes essentially a terrorist and starts blowing up buildings, okay. leaving the bat symbol around to try and create an underground army. And then, same time in the U.S., Lex Luthor is funneling all his capitalistic money into creating something to destroy Superman. And yeah, and then it has this weird moral ambiguity. You can't decide if you're actually rooting for them to beat Superman or not because he's not really the pure Superman that we know. So yeah. it's a fascinating piece of work. Probably it is the best yeah. thing that uh, Mark Miller's ever done. Nice. And if they do it, it could be great. So when when you say movie, are you talking like a live action no, film? No, no, no. no. It's, this is animated. It's the DC animated okay. universe. Yeah, okay. People that did Dark Knight. Right. Okay. So they would. Yeah, they would treat it. Okay. Right. You, you know what yeah. I really would like to see? Mm-hmm. Did you ever read the Luther book? No. It's, you really should. I'll blend it to yeah. It's about, basically, it's looking at the story of Lex Luthor from his eyes rather than from, like, the eyes of Superman. That could be interesting. So, basically... Who wrote it? Uh, uh, the guy that did uh, 100 Bullets. Oh, yeah. Brian, however you pronounce his last name. I, which no one yeah. knows, and I always feel Bunch bad with yeah. yeah. Um But he did it, and it's really interesting because you have Batman who's... In one scene, Batman sitting in a club with all these women around him. Mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, like, I need some money. I'm, I want to go against Superman mm-hmm. because... I you I have my money, but I need Bruce Wayne money. And he's like, yeah, you do, but no. And then um, Batman beats up Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne phones him up like, I'm in. And it's it's a great scene because you see Batman just beat down by um, yeah, yeah. Playboy Batman because he looks like he has like longish hair. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing like an unbuttoned shirt. He normally does pretty dramatic Elseworld stuff when he it, writes his DC. It's really interesting because you see how yeah. uh, Lex Luthor goes from like this idealist that he's just trying to help the world and he believes Superman's bad yeah, yeah. to just this dark hole he kind of keeps digging himself in. Yeah, totally. And that's actually kind of the portrayal of Lex Luthor in Red Sun as well. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. He is much more sympathetic. Married to Lois Lane, weirdly. Weird. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff's going yeah. on. It's uh, weird from what I've seen it, heard, seen of it and heard of it. It is. But it's, it's great. So that's that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. due for release next year? Probably. Oh, no, that's Possibly. not even. They're just talking about 2015, 2016. Next year they're doing... Um, next year they're doing Batman and Son, the mm-hmm. first uh, chapter in Grant Morrison's Batman story. Oh, cool. Where, okay. uh, Damien first appears, which would be, should be great. And uh, they're doing something called Arkham Asylum. And they haven't said specifically what that is, but it's apparently somewhere in between the Grant Morrison book from 1989 yeah. and the video game. Okay. Weird. Great White Shark. Yeah. With like the crazy Dave McKean artwork because that was insane with that graphic novel. Artwork, obviously not. Yeah, no, they haven't. They've been really mum about what exactly that is. Which uh, okay, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for the uh, the nascence of the Great White Shark. Mm -hmm. That is what I am holding out for. Mm -hmm. Okay, I hope that happens, right? (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't patronizing at all. (laughs) I'm not sure what you mean by that. What is it? Uh, the whole fish story that got the uh, 
the uh, insurance scam guy who pleads insanity and gets sent to Arkham Asylum and his reaction to Arkham Asylum. Yeah. I do not remember what the comic is called. It's something involving Arkham. Okay, yeah, I don't think I've read that one. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, like, I don't know what it's called, uh, exactly what to search for for it, yeah. but it's really kind of an interesting look at the villains of Arkham Asylum from the eyes of this huckster who... Yeah. Gets out of uh, who gets out of a conviction by pleading insanity, and right. Oh, he went to a worse place. So like Jack Nicholson in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Except he goes to Arkham Asylum. Yeah, oh, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And he has a shark. Uh, it's complicated, but okay. you'll you'll see. It's it goes some pretty strange places, but it's got some really well designed. Uh, it it really does a good job of illustrating how some of the villains work and some of their origin stories and whatnot. Cool. They got a whole thing with uh, Humpty Dumpty, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's actually really creepy. Yeah? Cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. I should check that out. Okay. Once I figure out what it's called. I did Google Batman Shark Arkham thing. for sure. Big uh, old Googler. Batman, Googler. Great White Shark, Arkham, Fish, maybe. Sounds good. I'm going to find something comic. With that. comic. Sounds great. Even if I don't find that, whatever I turn up with those search words is going to be great. You're going to turn up pictures of Adam West and the shark and the spray. Oh, yeah, and the shark spray. Yeah. I should get some of that. Shark repellent. Yeah, it yes. comes in handy. Yes. So there's that. And then one last thing, um, also Marvel movie related, so I probably should have talked about it after Captain America. Maybe. Didn't. Um, is that uh, in a interview promoting Ender's Game, which comes out next week, uh, 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 ben Kingsley revealed that he's working on some sort of secret Marvel project, but won't say what it is, which there are a lot of different angles to take with that. Some people have been saying perhaps he's Doctor Strange or one of these characters ready to develop. More likely than not, he's going to be a continuation of the Trevor. I'm uh, cool with that. So actor, more Iron Man. From Iron Man. Yeah, well, who knows how they'd use him? I mean, he's just out there now. That's, That's a true. Redefined no. universe. Could be anything. He could be in Captain America. We don't know. Weird. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's the, the uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it's any- Gandhi. <laughs> wow. So anyway, the good news is that Trevor character isn't going away, because I loved him, even though the fanboys hated him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fanboys had every right to hate him. I can understand where they're coming yeah. from, but, you know, take from a time. From a purist point of view. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, But, I mean, come on. Did anyone really want to see the racist Mandarin? No! No! Well, I mean, it's you like, did, you know, the, the, the old school fans yeah. with the, uh, the, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's politically incorrect, but you know what? That's what it was at the yeah. time, so it's like, you know, I, I can take it. Yeah. Man, it was so weird. The comics, he was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're pro-racism then? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 just say that I'm like you know pro-historic racism. Okay. I, I I am one of those people that believes that we should admit that racism existed, mm-hmm. as okay. opposed to just pretending that it never happened. Well, it's like, obviously, I, yeah. well, totally. But we, to kind of but we don't have to spend two hundred million dollars bringing back a racist character that we've all <laughs> thankfully forgotten. That'd be like Disney. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, actually, well, so that would be like Disney calling up Pixar and saying, you know what, Song of the South, we're going to do. Yes, and I think they should. I think All they should CG. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's yeah. like I, I actually do believe in the value of like you know historical artifacts. You know, it's like and that's like that, that's why oh, I like. Sure, so do I. Yeah. I don't think that the Mandarin should be erased no. from history, but there's no. Yeah, key. but I mean, like you know, that's that's one of those things. <laughs> that's one of more yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, but yeah. that's that's one of the things that I liked about Bioshock Infinite is the yeah. fact that they were like, hey guys, racism existed. Let's not yeah. pretend that everybody got along all like, the time. I don't think it's that people pretend that it didn't yeah. exist. It's just there's still racists out there, and you don't yeah. want to give them more ammunition yeah. to be yeah. racist. Like we don't want to we don't want to bring back. Uh, what was the the really early movie? Um, what, Birth of a Nation? Yes. Is that what yeah, we're talking yes. about? Yes. Yeah. 
See, and, and and this is one of those things where I say it's like we should not pretend that Birth of a Nation didn't happen. Oh, that happened. movie was made. Oh, of course. It came out. It's an important we, movie. Yeah, we, we, we should acknowledge it. it. It's a landmark it cinema, yeah. but it's also a horribly racist landmark. It is. It is. But, yeah, but, but we should not just erase it and pretend that it didn't happen. Well, no. So. Oh, 100%. But that doesn't also rely on making a movie that deliberately parodies that and perpetuating yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's just with me, I'm one of those guys who's like, you know, all right, you know what? If you're going to, say, make a movie about, like, you know, the American Deep South in the 1950s, yeah. You shouldn't have white people and black people holding hands and treating each other nicely and oh, going, would you like some lemonade and all that sort of thing, and then tell people that's the way it was in the Deep South in the 50s. Yeah, no, it's sure. like, no, it wasn't actually like that. True. Of so, course, but that's, no, that's, that's not yeah. quite the same as yeah. why you, you know, do the Mandarin. <laughs> well, no, no. For me, it was like that's the way that they made the Mandarin. You know, it's yeah. like back in the day. So, like, you know, let's not pretend well, that. They you know, did it's like, kind of because yeah. they did an update where he was yeah. a terrorist stereotype. Yeah, which was which verged on offensive. Mm-hmm. It was almost been laudinous. It was. Yeah. It yeah. was straight up and laudinous. And if they kept that, and if they made a two hundred million dollar blockbuster that encouraged kids to go out and destroy terrorists because they're evil, like Ben Kingsley, then that would have been morally questionable. And mm-hmm. I think that they did a really clever thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think it, yeah. they went a good way with it. Yeah, it was clever. So Should anyway, yeah, he'll be back as a, another racial stereotype. Yeah, hooray! Yeah, <laughs> are there any other racial well, stereotypes in the well, he, movie? Hey, he actually is British, though. He is super British. So, well, I mean, you know, for for a long time, um, you know, it's like a power man was a racial stereotype. That's wasn't right. that just G.I. Joe? Yeah, that's right. He could do that was that. just G.I. Joe, wasn't it? Oh, he could do uh, Black Panther in blackface. Oh yeah, Black Panther. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. No blackface. Well, that, well, so that, that, that was Action Man. That was Action Man. No, Power Man. Oh, it's you know, Trevor. Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh, I know that now. I yeah, was okay. getting confused with yeah. Action Man. Now, so, but, but you know, for a while there, Power Man was also a racial stereotype of, was like, black guys in the 70s oh, okay. mm-hmm. and all yeah, that. So, yeah. Bad, yeah. I mean, he was a product of, like, you know, yeah, Marvel Comics in the 70s. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, even the original Blade, when you see the original incarnation yeah, of Blade yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the disco afro and all that sort of thing. He was essentially a black exploitation. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah. Funky. He wasn't even funky. He was funky because it, it was the seventies. Yeah. So yeah. But like even white people in the seventies were still stereotypes of yeah. That's, white people. That's true. Yeah. It's like a lot of DC Comics characters who weren't who weren't white would have their ethnicity referenced in the name of their superhero. Yeah. yeah. They, they were African yeah, so. Batman. Yeah, like Let's not do that. I don't know what yeah. his actual name is. So. I like to see that actually. When they talked briefly about Idris Elba playing Batman, I, mm-hmm. I was really. That would have been really cool. Been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, Calum switches races all yeah. willy-nilly all the time. You mean the one time? No, <laughs> one. in uh, oh, the 60s, the too. As well. yeah, 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 you're right. That's happened more than once. Well, yeah, actually, that's true. Ah. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see Idris Elba. Uh, He's an amazing then, actor. Yeah. I am canceling the Joker. Mm-hmm. So. He did really good in Luther, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, he's built like a tank. So yeah, he was he in is. Specific Rim, right? Yes, yeah. he was. Yes. He was the one built like a tank. Yeah, yeah. he, he was, was the one that he was the best part yes. of that. Movie. He canceled the apocalypse. He canceled yeah. the apocalypse. He did indeed. He took nothing from anyone. Shall we move on? Oh, yes. wall. Talk about your movies you've been seeing. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, yeah, Phil and I both have movies to talk about. Oh, you have a movie? You want uh, to I don't. No, not at all for me. Are you sure? We don't get movies in the woods. You seem like you want to. No. no. Go ahead. Were you at the After Dark Festival at all? No. Yeah. Okay. So here in Toronto, we're running the Toronto After Dark Film Festival, which is nine days of horror, horror movies. movies. Pardon? Horror movies. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's what you said. <laughs> I said nine days of horror movies. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they all have elements of horror them, to them, though, like action horror, thriller horror. It's hey, all horror. Hey, 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 hey. Something horror. Yeah. Horror. One of them was about a, a guy who got reincarnated as a fly, and he became basically a superhero that was a fly. Mm. I wish I had seen that, but there were subtitles involved. 
Side notch. It was a Bollywood movie. Yes, it was a Bollywood movie. It was a Bollywood movie? Was there singing and dancing? That was the other reason we didn't want to see it. Oh, my God. That sounds really good. The trailer looks pretty crazy. Iga, yeah. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. Look it up. It's called Iga. But before that, we ended up watching Big Ass Spider, which has... A Big Ass Spider. Yeah, but it's, the guy who played Matt Parkman from Heroes in it, and I can't remember his actual name. He's sure. The, he's the main character in it, mm. and uh, it's about a big-ass spider. But they wanted to give homage, like, homage to the 50s creature features, basically. Oh, okay. Which, mm. actually, they didn't do a half-bad job of. It was mm. half cheesy and half pretty good, so mm. it was very honorable. Yes, very mm. honorable for the... Uh, he had a very, you know, racial stereotype buddy sidekick. As you would. Which which racial stereotype are we talking about? Mexican. Oh, okay. Huh. She's sounding less and less good. Latino <laughs> Mexican that okay. kind of thing. Yeah. No, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. If you like, you know, big creatures, go creature feature. Creature feature. See big ass. I saw a good one last year at After Dark called Grabbers. That was a creature feature. That was, did you see Grabbers? I did not. That was, sounds amazing. It was in uh, set in Ireland, and um, <clears throat> it was like uh, sea monsters coming to a small Irish community, and then. The twist was that they found out that they were the monsters were allergic to alcohol. So, <laughs> so you just pour alcohol, you on, pour them alcohol on them, and then if you were drunk, they wouldn't attack you. Wow. Oh, so everyone just got drunk. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of drunk Irishmen yep. fighting off sea monsters. That sounds like a party. It's pretty good. Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty pretty good. Well, Vegas Spider did have some money behind it compared to the other movies I saw this week. Mm-hmm. So most of After Dark movies are kind of indie. Mm-hmm. They're very indie. One, they're all very indie. indie. This one had some money behind it, as yep. they obviously paid the guy from Heroes. But it kind of felt like a made-for-TV movie at times. I don't think yeah. it comes very may have, expensive. It may have been made for, like, straight for streaming, straight for DVD. There's a big market for that now. There is, actually. Yeah. yeah. How's CGI? Bad? Mm. Yep. That's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> could have been worse. Yeah. Because put that way, it could have been a lot better, but could have been a hell of a lot worse. That's good. Yeah, I saw one after Dark movie. I saw Willow Creek, um, the Bigfoot, ah, Bigfoot. Uh, fan footage movie by Bobcat Goldthwait. I wanted to see that because. Yeah. But I hate fan footage. No, it's good. It's yeah. it's tonight technically. You can't rule out all of them. There's a lot of good ones. I've the Wreck movies are good. Uh, Blair Witch Project's okay. good. Uh, no, I hate Animal Blair Witch Holocaust. No, Blair, Blair Witch Product yeah. was good. Oh, yeah. It was good. I don't even want to want to watch Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I know product. what Cannibal Holocaust is. Good. I don't. That was that. I guess no, that was a found footage movie. Yeah, it is. It is. They keep finding. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, the original one. Um, yeah, there's some eh, there's some not so great ones. Uh, most, most mostly most of them are garbage, but you can't roll them all out. There's some solid ones, and I this one was really good. Um, it was made incredibly cheaply, um, and it's all about sort of suggestion. And uh, by the end, it's even ambiguous. Well, it's Do you ambiguous. see it It's ambiguous. Um, what's interesting about it is that Bobcat Goldthwait actually went to the location where they shot the Patterson Giblin footage. To do oh, it. really? And actually, wow. okay. yeah, it's about like a couple who, for a trip, go to try and find Bigfoot because that's something the boy yeah. always been obsessed with. Um, and they actually spent time in the town, which is obviously a big tour, uh, Bigfoot tourist trap. And all the people in the town um, that appear in the movie are the actual residents of the town. And they didn't know they were appearing in a fiction movie, that it was an actual documentary. So that's kind of fun and sweet and weird and charming. And then, yeah, they go out into the woods and some stuff happens. Okay. And it's pretty good. Uh, Bob Gay Goldblade is actually a really, really good director, as weird as that sounds. And It does um, sound weird, yeah. Since, you know, I, I always associate him with just going like, ah! <laughs> lot, so. But since he's grown up, he's done some grown up. Yeah, he's okay. done some, uh, well, first of all, he was like 25, 26 when he was doing okay. all that stuff. Does he actually talk like that? Or no, never talks okay. like right. that. Oh, okay, he's a very great. quiet, demure man. Oh, okay. But his movies are very weird and yeah. satirical. Like he did uh, God Bless America, which is about the people going good on. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, people going on a, a killing spree, killing uh, trash celebrities. Um, that was really good. Well, yeah. it, was just tra- it was just 
trash And eventually in it was general. just rude people. Yeah, yeah. it was just rude. Yeah. Stereotypical it's, Americans. Yeah. It's a homicidal maniac movie, essentially. Yeah, pretty well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like Lovers on the Run. Yeah, but they yeah, weren't like Badlands, yeah, True yeah. Romance, that sort of thing. Um, so that was good. Yeah. That was really good. And um, then he did another one called World's Greatest Dad, which starred Robin Williams as the most ironically titled movie of all time. Yeah. 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 And that so was did great. So, so did, did Bigfoot hung him, like he hung himself, and then Bigfoot's mom found him? No, nothing like letters. that. This one actually, yeah, it was weird because he's such a cynical and uh, kind of vicious. A satirical filmmaker. This one was actually pretty straightforward. Get the impression that he like really genuinely likes Bigfoot, um, and uh, yeah, no, it was solid. I mean, like it's very cheap, and you got to assume that. Um, but aside from that, it was well done. Uh, he, I, but the big news out of that was that he found I found that he is also working on a, a zombie comedy called uh, Ankle Biters that's set in a abortion clinic with zombie fetuses. Which is that's gonna be amazing. That sounds yeah. way more. Yeah. I saw the battery, which was a movie done for six grand mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and it's got you know some acclaim to it, but it's mm-hmm. it's not. Don't expect to see lots of zombies. Mm-hmm. It's very slow paced, but two guys surviving the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And the end, I don't get it all because I understand how you can't find your way out of a car, but you know, mm-hmm. it's got an amazingly catchy soundtrack. So. Okay. All right. So after Amazing dark, catchy. there's that. By the time you hear this, it will be over. Yep. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the Actually, video no. store, that's, that's yeah. what, like, you know, your one mom and pop video store rental that's still around is yeah. for. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so that happened. And then I've seen some other things that are opening this week. Um, yeah, the main thing that I wrote about that's on the site is Escape from, from Tomorrow, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. It's a movie that was shot at Disney World without permission. The, the Hidden Disney the World. Hidden Disney World movie. Um, so, yeah, so I've seen it now, and basically it is about a uh, really, really sad and depressed middle-aged man with his family on a Disney World trip, and the first scene, it opens with him being called to, from, by his boss to tell, he's, tell him that he's fired, and then his son locks him on the balcony of the hotel they're staying at. So it's the start of a bad day, and it gets worse. And basically, so, yeah, for a while, it's just sort of them wandering around the park, having a really humiliating, horrible time. Um, but then as the father's watching more and more, he starts, like, hallucinating. It starts on the It's a Small Worldwide. The puppet's faces starts getting distorted. You start seeing, start seeing that in people. They start having monster faces, kind of like... Um, Weird. Like, uh, what's the movie where they have the monster, CGI monster face? Whatever. Um, so, and then... Fear Loathing? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear and Loathing works. Yeah, there, there, like there was a bit of like yeah, LSD like distortion that. going I, on. There's there, one so. specific horror movie I'm trying to think of, but I can't. I have to ask, does he get stuck on a small world ride? No, no, no. If only. If only he did. But um, so anyway, yeah, they go. Um, the parents get separated. He's on the, with his daughter. And he keeps hallucinating more and more. There's a lot of talk of this like cat flu that's going around. And eventually... It, eventually, it just kind of turns into a sort of a surreal David Lynch uh, movie where at one point he's sort of kidnapped and taken to Epcot Center, which is uh, run by aliens who are using Disney World as a way of studying humans. Um, and it's unclear if that actually happened or not. I, I was actually talking about your review of this film with yeah. my wife, and as soon as I made reference to David Lynch, she yeah. was like, okay, we're watching this movie. Yeah, I oh, know. It's <laughs> definitely <laughs> worth a look. It's a fascinating curiosity. It's definitely more of it works better as a stunt than a movie. There are okay. moments in it that are extraordinary, especially the first chunk. It isn't like there's not a lot happening in terms of plot, but just watching the terrible family vacation in Disney World, I, at least for me anyway, resonated. 
Um, oh, I, think, I think that'll resonate yeah, for a lot of I people. I think so, though. yeah. And that Bad was really amusement well park vacation? Yeah, totally, okay. yeah. And they nailed it. And the acting's really strong. As it turns into a nightmare thing, there are moments that are extraordinary. Like, there's one moment where I don't know how they did it, but it looks like uh, Epcot explodes and starts rolling around people. Um, yeah, it was really impressive. I guess because there was only, like, one or two CGI shots, they could just put a ton of money into getting those right. So that so there's some incredible bits in it, and then there are bits that feel like a bad student film trying to be uh, profound okay. and not yeah. being profound. But it, it, it is a first effort. So. It is, yeah, and you sort of have to expect that. Yeah. And the fact that he was just able to do what he did, yeah. I mean, props to him. Like, the yeah, the story behind it is already incredible sure. enough. And so. he's clearly a talented guy. So I'd say it's 100% worth of a look if mm. you're interested in it. I mean, it is weird. I like no weird. doubt about yeah. that. Weird works for I me. I want to see it just to see how they pull it up, how they're off, just to see scenes and go, how did they do that? Well, I mean, they just had people, I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way when you think of it. It's just, it was a family, and then they had someone who looked like a family member with an SLR camera, and they all had hidden lavalier microphones, so you'd think there were just people taking pictures of their family at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but just having all a this bad stuff experience. Going wrong for them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having a bad time, but it just looks like someone having a yeah. bad time. Yeah, it's it's just, done but, within reason. Like there are a couple outbursts, so they would have just been more than once. Other than that, it's just like them walking around with sad faces. Like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like okay. you can see how they did it. At the same time, it's impressive. A hundred percent. Yeah, because they just managed to first pull this off I, right I under the nose sure, yeah. of Disney security. It's like it's the family there, and then they'll have someone who looks like just a complete stranger who's actually an actor who stages this event. And that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. uh, was going to be the was going to be the deal with it. Mm. And to, from what you're saying, that's not as much of it. No. Okay. No. I mean, it is still mostly in Disney World. So that's fine. Yeah. No, it's it's well done. So yeah, I would give that a recommendation, but it's not like a masterpiece or anything. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite good. So I saw that, um, and then oh yeah, and then last week I hadn't seen in time. I saw um, Escape Plan, the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. Stallone. It's terrible. But it's is fun. It, is it? Yeah, it's fun. Bad, terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, but it's a good time. Uh, it's like it's not even like the Expendables of the Last Stand, where like there's a certain sense of knowing humor, yeah. where these guys know what they're doing. This is just them trying to make a shitty '80s <laughs> action movie and not doing a very good job. But mm-hmm. it's That's worth so seeing alone for the moment when Arnold Schwarzenegger says, "I have a friend in Casablanca who owes me a favor." So there's bits like that what? where you're just like, Jesus, someone took that seriously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you like cheesy old action movies, they're definitely last to be had, but it's not a great movie. And it didn't do well. And at a certain point, you got to wonder how long a lead these two guys have. In terms also, of continuing to make movies. didn't um, isn't Stallone in this movie supposed to be like a super genius? Yeah, he's a super genius. Yeah, he's an expert who um, gets imprisoned without the wardens knowing that he's not a prisoner, and he breaks out of them to prove to them what's wrong with their prisons. He runs a, a business doing this, makes millions. His uh, genius computer expert is 50 Cent. Of course, yeah. yeah. I, when I think of computer experts, yep. I think 50 Cent. Of course, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and um, Vincent D'Onofrio plays his partner, which just means he turns out to be the bad guy. Of course, yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. That's so of sad. Course. And then in the... Uh, no one is yelling spoilers. It's so indicative. Uh, it doesn't matter. And then, uh, and then in the prison, uh, Jim Cazavell, Jesus, yeah. uh, he's the evil warden. Of course. And the good doctor is Sam Neill. It was nice to see Sam Neill again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What's he done? Yeah. Other than Merlin. It's been a long time. It was a bad movie. Long time. Serious. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. That's classic crappy B movie by with Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Why not? Um, and yeah, I'm just worried that I don't think they're going to get to be around much longer because the only movies they've made that made any money are the Expendables movies, and that's because all of them, all of the action stars are in it. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah. Now they maybe they'll start making some smart, smarter choices. Who knows? I was thinking the other day that like 
if uh, Quentin Tarantino made the second Inglorious Bastards movie that just focuses on the like men on a mission stuff mm-hmm. like he's been threatening of doing if because he's big on reviving actors careers that, that if, is true if yeah. he got Schwarzenegger to play a Nazi that could be pretty great that could be awesome yeah that that I think people would line up to I see that. Yeah. Really Schwarzenegger, yeah, Definitely. getting to speak German as a Nazi officer would sure. work. Yeah, get that guy in an SS trench coat, and you've got people lining oh up. Oh, my God. Right. And I, that would be amazing. I would. I would pay. I think he needs a mustache, yeah. though, just yeah. to push it over totally the edge. I would totally pay sure. to see Schwarzenegger as an he SS officer. It. Yeah, he I totally do would now, do I know he's really sensitive about it, so I don't think he'd, like, run at the chance. But if his career is falling apart and someone, like, kind of asked him to do it, it's entirely possible. So I think he's right to be sensitive about it, though. Oh, yeah, Definitely. You're but a be, German, you don't want to be playing yeah. a Nazi. But to be fair, what was he's an Austrian? He's Austrian. He's so, Austrian, like, what, yeah, what, 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 what do you mean then? Like, would, would we could we like possibly squeeze Stallone in there as like an Italian fascist as well? Could we do that? Not, oh my god! It's not impossible. Yeah. They could be a team. Yeah. Could be a exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like sure. yeah. You know, it's like yeah, Rusellini or something like that. I'm not sure he would. I'm not sure if he would do it just because of the lone Austrian thing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want people, probably wouldn't want people associating him with that. But to be fair, I mean, who's that guy that did the original? um, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, and he's, is he German too, right? Of course. Yeah, and he did. Like, there are people that do, because it's better to shine a light on these things that happened than just kind of push it on the Oh, of course. Wasn't I saying this earlier? I agreed with you, Wayne. Yeah, actually, you did. But, yeah, but at the same time, like, I feel like the main reason Tarantino wrote the role for him in Django, where yeah. he played the super nice, yeah. kind-hearted German, he was super nice, was to be like, well, "I'm sorry, I asked you to play that." <laughs> yeah, here you go. You're just a good yeah. German. Yeah, but uh, so anyway, maybe that'll happen. And then the last movie of the week that I saw that was um, pretty amazing, well, relatively speaking, is uh, Bad Grandpa, the Jackass movie. Yeah. It was great. Um, yeah, so it's basically a spinoff for the old man character that Johnny Knoxville's been doing since the TV series. Yeah. They filmed it like Borat, so it's him taking his grandson across the country on a road trip, and aside from the two of them, all of the other people appearing on screen have no idea movies being made. Um, they did a really good job of that simply because most of the scenes take place in like a diner or a school or a mall or a restaurant, and yeah. they managed to... They cut deals, like, none of the staff knew what was happening, but they would cut deals with the owners so they could go in the night before and actually build cameras into the wall. Yeah. So there's no camera crew or anything. Mm, okay. And um, it works really well. The stunts are hysterical. There's an oddly, like, sweet relationship between him and the kid. Yeah. I don't know where they found the kid, and I'm assuming they're feeding him lines through an earpiece, but he's ridiculous. There's bits where they have him, like, alone saying, have you seen my daddy trying to get people to take him to... <laughs> to like adopt him in the middle of the street they're pretty funny and then of course Johnny Knoxville does bits with the saggy balls and he has, of course he does he has a farting contest in a diner where they put it like a shit cannon attached to him to fire that against the wall um, which is pretty great wow um, and yeah and uh, yeah it's really it's really funny but yeah what surprised me about it is the sweetness it almost feels like a John Hughes movie with like uh, jackass interlude Weird. That's um, surreal. Like the two of them yeah. on a road going through having a nice journey. It's just like on the road they go to strip clubs and Johnny Knoxville puts his balls in people's faces. Um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, it, no, it works really well. Spike Jones, um, who's always been involved with uh, Jackass, and he of course made Being John Malkovich, yeah. Adaptation, and Where the Wild Things Are, and he he was heavily involved this time as writer and producer. You can really feel it, and uh, 
movie also like amazingly considering it's mostly hidden camera actually looks like a big it looks like Little Miss Sunshine or something weird um, which is imp- incredible to just that technology has reached the point where small cameras look that good yeah that these guys have gotten so good at this that they can actually like plot a movie without actually writing a script mm. and actually find a way to tell a story within all these pranks a simple story but a story nonetheless is pretty impressive and yeah it just it's really hilarious it's like rude and immature and vulgar and disgusting but it's also really sweet and kind of smart and I don't know I gotta give the jackass guys credit they've lasted a million times longer than anyone could have expected because these guys actually are pretty clever about being retarded so yeah I can't recommend it enough this is great you guys should see it. Yeah. I know you're not going to. I so will. A, a strange surreal oh. endorsement from yeah. Phil. Brown, I'll, uh, so. I'll watch it at home because <laughs> we watch Jackass movies all the time. Those are so fun to see in a theater, though, because people. Like, I have seen a few people of them like in the viscerally react. They like you hear people screaming and they gotta like run out of the room and stuff. That and the Sasha Baron Cohen movies are as fun to see in the theater as anything. So I recommend that. There was a lot of screaming and hooting and hollering at the screening, hmm. uh, and there will be at all of them. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to uh, a quick what you've been playing. And after last week, I am starting with Alex. With you, me? You got shafted last week, so... You did. No, I got, a ch- I got a chance to actually speak last week. You were the one who didn't get a chance to speak. No, it's fine. Go okay. for it. I, I talked about the movies. That's what I've been doing, watching horror movies. I have, as a means of getting around my irritation at GTA Online... <laughs> Been playing. Still trying. Been playing Red Dead Redemption. There you go. Oh yeah, it's amazing. I'm having fun with it. Um, it's noticing a lot of bugs in it. A lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. Textures flying all over the place. Seem to have a bit of a inclination towards doing good things rather than evil things. Like it doesn't really direct you towards robbing yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's not like infamous. It's just there are certain places where you can make certain moral decisions. And really all that mechanic boils down to is whether or not if you walk into a town whether people shoot again. Mm-hmm. That's pretty well as complex. Like, yeah, like I keep getting shot at Beats Landing, which annoys me because I keep trying to find the tailor because mm-hmm. I want cool outfits. Right. Uh, I've only recently regained any form of love for the uh, Wild West. Originally, I didn't like it, mm-hmm. and I've started. It started growing on me. Mm-hmm. Started to grow on me, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's kind of fun playing Grand Theft Bronco. Yeah, it's good time. <laughs> yeah I guess it is Grand Theft Bronco. Yeah, it is Grand Theft Bronco. Have yeah. you gotten to Mexico yet? Yes, I just got to Mexico. Right that was a great moment. Did the music play for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was and bugged for me the first time I got there. <laughs> so the music didn't play for me. I just oh, got there. The wind was blowing. I'm like, all right. The music <laughs> is really nice in Mexico, yeah. and Mexico actually looks better than the American parts of it. Mm-hmm. It actually looks a lot better in terms of uh, the landscape and in terms of how it's structured. I like it a lot. I like it a lot more so far. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. I, I loved it. That was possibly my favorite game in the last generation. It was a solid title. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's really cool, and I'm I'm thinking because we're coming up to Halloween, I'm going to play Undead Nightmare a bit because apparently oh yeah you should it's amazing it's better it's um I mean it's not better um but it's uh yeah it's it it feels like a full game it's amazing how much content they got into that that was a lot there's a lot of content in the game it was it's a few it's many hours it is yeah it really Wild is. West Zombies actually works really well it, it does. does and you get the horses of the apocalypse and those are fun yeah the horses of the apocalypse are which one do you have. It's been so long. I have death right Pestilence, now. Pestilence, maybe? I have death. Yeah. Death is the hardest one to find. You have to be in a certain area at a certain point of the day. Uh, yeah. It is like walk around for a while, and then he just kind of shows up, and you're like, okay, I'm getting him. That's fun. Yeah. And they're, they're immortal. They are. They're incredible, and they never get tired. I actually, yeah, I, I haven't played that in a long time. I shouldn't dust that one off. 
I gotta see what they look like and see what they're they're like because I like the idea of riding a horse of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. They're cool, I but think a lot of people like. There's only yeah. four of them in the game, right? There's four. There's war, pestilence, death, death, and famine. Yeah, yeah. Because I think there's a fifth one in the actual biblical account in Revelations mm-hmm. that doesn't get a lot of press. But the four, like the, four original the big ones are the death's the best one because basically you walk over zombies they just die as they touch your horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, War they set on fire. Don't set on fire. fire. Pestilence yeah. they starve. Something yeah, weird yeah, like that. Yeah. And uh, pestilence would be kind of some sort of disease. Yeah, they like catch like, would be starving, wouldn't it? It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're cool. Though. Yeah, it's it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, you just quenching that dragon commander again. <laughs> just. Uh, Going through the various options and the very topical humor of the game. Yeah. Next week you'll have Lego Marvel. Yeah. Um, superheroes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that one out yes. and see how it. Uh, have you played Marvel uh, I've Lego never games? I've played a Lego game before. Ooh. Yeah, they're fun, but they're very, very simple. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, smash them up. Simple is fine, but well, my big thing with simple games is you got to have enough content to even keep yeah. kids happy. Well, the thing is, I've actually talked to someone recently, and he's saying when his play, kids play Lego games, he actually has to help them with the puzzles because some of the puzzles are a little more difficult. Oh, that's a good point. The age range. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Lego games are amazingly fun, if you, especially if you have someone else to play with. Yeah, I, I may have just the person that I can convince to play this game with Definitely. me. Like the same guy I got to play Disney Universe with me. There you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Disney Universe is way more fun when you have somebody else. Yeah. Playing by yourself is Well, not way more fun. March I, 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 I thought it was more it's fun. boring, but I think definitely more fun. It's like, um, it's like uh, Final Fight or something like that. Yeah. You can play by yourself. It's a good time. If you get someone else, even better. Even better. Chronicles yeah. of Mistara. That's another example of... Yeah. Like, it's... I never would consider playing that game on my own. Mm. It's like watching the Jackass movies. Fun by yourself, way more fun with someone else. Exactly. And then you add booze, and it's an amazing time. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Wayne, because I know you've been playing something, and it's called... It's uh, called The uh, Wolf Among Us. Yes! Hey, Telltale. I, I did Fables. finish it. Uh-huh. Yep. It's Our the beloved, Fables game. It's basically the Fables game. The now world's beloved Telltale after bringing everybody the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, dead. everybody loves them now. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah, I, I, you know, it's like I played it. I wrote the review. It's the the mechanics are pretty much identical to the Walking Dead, dead. So I don't really need to get it into that. It looks like a comic book. It is. They, yeah. That's that's one thing that really impressed me about this is that the art direction is even more comic booky than mm-hmm. um, the Walking Dead. They actually got the participation of um, Mark Buckingham, who was okay. like the main artist on the Fable series. So. He participated, I guess. I was looking for art for down. your review, and I was like, "Is that the comic or a screenshot?" It mm-hmm. just it all yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a really really good looking game. Yeah. It's it's let down by like some performance issues on the PS3, but the PC version is fine. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's completely flawless. Um, but I've been avoiding any information I have about the plot of it. Should I be out and buying it now? Uh, yes, you should. If you like Fables, then you will like this. If you don't like Fables, you will probably still like this because mm-hmm. it's it is a prequel. This um, this does predate every other Fable so, story. For me, who doesn't know the Fables universe but loves The Walking Dead, I could jump in and probably enjoy it. And yeah, you could. Um, they out. they they do the Blade Runner crawl at the beginning where they give you like you know just this basic rundown on the situation with refugee fairy tale yeah. characters living in New York, and then after that they've got an appendix which you can you know click into any time to read uh, entries on the various characters. Um, and they give you just enough to get going. Um, and then if you're actually a fan of the series, then there are quite a few nods to stuff that's going to like you know happen later on in the series. Cool. So you know yes. people will be like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, okay, you're 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 acknowledging that that's going to happen later. That's cute. So 
Yeah, I think I got about halfway through the Fables run that yeah. has currently been done, and I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the way they handled it, and I like a lot of the characters, which is really what it's focused on. Yeah. Like, and the fact that I get to play Big Wolf is hilarious. Yeah, and this, this game really is all about the characters. I mean, it's like, uh, with, with Telltale, it's one of those companies where you kind of just say, okay, forget the mechanics, because you know exactly how the mechanics are going to go. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, this is, this is essentially a point-and-click adventure. Well, it's so exactly you know the opposite of Walking Dead, because Big B is so powerful mm-hmm. individually that yeah. it's... Well, like, you know, yeah, that, that is one of the interesting things about this game is that, well, depending on how you want to play it anyway, um, you know, Big B, because he is actually the big bad wolf running around in human form, you know, it's like his big challenge is sort of like, you know, trying to maintain control. Otherwise, he can actually hulk out when he gets really angry and, like, you know, go all teen wolf. This is, um, this is a guy who's blown down forests. Yeah, exactly. So... So, you know, it's like for him, you know, it's like trying to keep a low profile in the middle of Manhattan. It's especially important that he doesn't flip out like that. So, you know, well, like, you know that, that, that is one of the things in the game is that, you know, Big B is trying to keep so a lid on He's a big wolf bad wolf. Him. Is a big bad wolf from like Three Little Pigs or Red Every Riding Hood? Or just all of them? He, he was the big bad wolf in all of those stories. All right, so, then. I mean, like, you know, yeah, if you, if you read the series and they do mention it in this game, you'll find out that, you know, it's like he still owes a bit to the Three Little Pigs for destroying their real estate. And they're constantly calling him out on that and saying, it's like, you know, you owe us because, you know, you wrecked our house. And he's just like, geez, how many times can I say I'm sorry about that? So yeah, yeah, they, 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 they crash with him all the time, don't they? One of them does. Yeah. yeah. One of them is constantly escaping from the farm and running over to his apartment <laughs> and stealing, like, booze and smokes off of him. And it's not like he can yeah. take the pig back to the farm because that would, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he, the, the pig eventually does end up going back to the farm every single time. But then he just runs away and goes back to Bigby's apartment and says, like, you know, dude, you know, smokes, booze, hit me up, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's so, amazing. yeah, so there's a bit of that, and then there's like, you know, stuff like, you know, Beauty and the Beast, or, you know, it's like they're there. And unsurprisingly, they've got problems yeah. with yeah, their no marriage. Yeah, there, there, there are issues that there. Was great. Yeah. And then you've, um, you've got Snow White, who is like, you know, broken and bitter and cynical because, and this is mentioned. Pretty in, awesome. And this is mentioned in the um, appendix, so I'm not spoiling anything here. But this is all stuff from the comic. Yeah, this is all stuff from the comic, which because they're being incredibly loyal to the source material. Because once again, um, Bill Willingham, he didn't write this, but he actually played a hand in overseeing the production. So, okay. so they are staying true to the source material. It's like, yeah, Snow White is broken and bitter because her marriage just went horribly, horribly wrong. That's what. It, because it, it turns out that the prince it's of her dreams, kind of a jerk. Yeah, was the prince of all those other stories. Ooh. So <laughs> he was not exactly the most monogamous sort of guy. It's like you know, he he meets with Snow White and says, "Yeah, okay, you're the one for me." And then he goes off somewhere, you know, it's ostensibly it. just to do his job being a prince. But then you know, it's like wakes up a girl who has been in a hundred year slumber, and then you know, it's like stuff mm-hmm. happens over there, and then you know, it's, so yeah, it's like, issues. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so that prince is basically the prince of all the other stories, and so Snow White is obviously. Kind of bitter. Well, it's very deconstructive as a work. It takes a lot yeah. of stories and takes them apart in a really cool way. That'd be yeah. fun, actually. Now I want to read this. It's really good. It is. It's 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 very very good and you very very funny. It's not yeah. done though. The run of comics. Are they still uh, doing it? Or? I've well, I've, I haven't gotten. I don't know if it will ever end. Okay. I mean, no, it's you know, still going. As yeah, far as it's I know. it's it's still going even today. And you know, it's like Bill Williamham himself is like, you know, well, you know, it's like someday I may stop doing fables, but that doesn't mean that not fables now. itself They've will got stop. Spinoffs yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I mean, there there's talk that you know because Mark Buckingham, the artist, has been working on this for so long, it's quite feasible for him to simply take, take over, over and keep yeah. going with fables, even if Bill Williamham steps away. 
that's actually a contingency plan that they have. I'd be okay so, with it ending, quite honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but for now, it's it's still going and it just keeps going. So. All right then. Um, so yeah, this this particular game, it's it's um, it's what adventure games do best. In this case, and it's it's, it's a noir murder mystery. And it's Telltale, so yeah. it, ta- it it hit your episodic drama. Yeah, yeah, and it it, it uh, and it's it's really excellently paced. You know, it's like the structure of the game is great, and they introduce a bunch of characters and raise a lot of questions that you really really want to know the answers and then, to and uh, then they ended on a cliffhanger where you're like especially if you've like you know read the comics where you're like that is not supposed to happen so how are you guys going to you know carry on from here do so, we uh, do we know the scheduled date for these episodes um Tell, I what think is it, Walking Dead was this, this time they're being quite smart about it okay. and they're not committing themselves to any you know final uh, release dates because when the Walking Dead first came out, they said this is going yeah. to be a monthly release, and then it, and like, then it ended up totally not being a monthly release. So this time around, they're just like, you know, look forward to the next installment. We're Whatever. not you when, yeah. Could be a year from now. Could be yeah. tomorrow. Just look forward. Yeah, they, they 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 are being a lot more realistic about this and not committing to a firm release date. That's so, probably so. So it'll come out whenever yeah. it comes out. Yeah, which is probably two to three months. I think they're kind of. I think they've episode. kind of proved at this point that that model of gaming can work really, it does well. Work really well, and you can base a game almost entirely around writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually have it. Yeah, because the the writing for this game is very very strong. The the performances are good. The guy that plays Big B, I forget what his name is, even though I mentioned it in the review. He he gives a great gruff like you know he's on the outside. You know it's like the harsh detective that doesn't really care about anybody on the outside. But you know when he sees a hooker that's in trouble, he'll still like you know help her out and then just ask that it not get around that he actually did. That's <laughs> so, so you're kind of like oh so you know like you really are a nice guy underneath. You just got this gruff exterior that you have to maintain. But you know yeah. So, right. so cool. it's 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 a good game, yeah. And yeah, your your review of uh, episode one or chapter one or whatever they want to call it, one, yeah, faith, yeah, it's it's it's, it's out, now. it's it's up on the website, you know. So yeah, go read it, you know. Cgmagonline.com. Like yeah. Look for it. Oh. Brendan, have you been playing anything interesting? I can't or? talk about it. Oh, okay. Oh, He's under embargo. Exciting. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. There are there are embargoes. Sailings yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Pirates. So, and, we'll talk know. about it next week. So yeah, we'll plunderings. Yeah. We'll, right, we will we will plunder his thoughts as he you know we'll, we'll walk off the plank on that yeah yeah oh, his mind like fails <laughs> yeah. converging very close in the yeah I mean, it's like, it's a, no, I mean he's, he's got a creed about this yes, yeah. and <laughs> if we talk about it anymore then somebody may get assassinated for the fourth time so oh. let's just like, oh, yeah. Call of Duty yeah yeah Call of Duty yeah it's like, with such it's such huddle hints I don't the part where he had to shoot the dog oh man that was dark I lost it yeah oh we're saying too much that's true yeah can I punch the dog he has rabies oh god I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Old yeller, no. Yeah. All right, next week. Yeah, that Call of Duty game. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We'll chat about that. Redacted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How about them Russians? If you want to know <laughs> so. what that game is beforehand, on Tuesday there should be some videos up about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So look for that on cgmagonline.com. And until then, listen to episode, how do they do it? Episode 2, Chapter 2 of Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. That's up. That just All went right. up. Right. For these warriors are terrible. They, Did they uh, live? No. Okay. Oh, I, so I they played a proper game then, didn't I, uh, they? I ran into the dungeon master. He said they went crazy. Okay. I didn't go that's crazy. That's a proper Cthulhu game. Yeah, I just drowned. Yeah. Drown. Yeah. Drown. You'll that's find out. That's the lamest no. death I'll ever. I'll have to watch that. No, in an Cthulhu. attempt to escape. No, it just happens. It's Cthulhu. I'm it's I'll it's watch, I'll watch the audio fly There you go. Yeah. It's a radio drama of people going crazy and Brenda drowning. Okay. You'll see. These warriors are terrible. Check them out. You can check them out on our site. You can search them on Google. But check it out, because it sounds amazing. 
I wish I'd been there. You should. I wanted to drown with Cthulhu next time. Next time. I'm sure they're going. They're going back to it. I believe soon. Yeah. Till then, there's also more videos on the site. As always, look for weekly goods up today. This week, Wayne was doing it. Thank you, Wayne. And then next week on Tuesday, he will sound off about his alien, more alien stuff. You just rant about aliens, don't you? It made me angry. Retcon aliens. Yeah, it's just is bad. I can see the rage in his face. Right Ret- Retconning mm. is just bad. Bad, but bad, people bad. keep doing it. So, yeah, I don't understand why that keeps happening, but it does. It's bad practice. So, it is. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're going to say goodbye. Make sure you check us out at cgmagonline.com or on Twitter at CGM Plus for all your extra stuff, pictures, and other goodness that comes out of this office. There's a lot comes out of this office. Yeah, pictures, videos, comments, you know. Send us some letters for sure, please, at letters at cgmagazine.ca. We would love to hear your thoughts, comments. You can ask Wayne some silly questions, write him some angry comments, tell him why retconning aliens is not such a bad thing. But it is. <laughs> Do it. Also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Magazine, and Google Plus, search Comics Gaming Magazine, and I think that's all our social media. Well, we're also floating around Enfergy, Reddit, uh, that uh, that bloggy one. Tumblr? Thank you, Tumblr. Wow, that was descriptive. <laughs> it worked, didn't it? The you first guessed the bloggy one, Tumblr. And until next week, we will we'll have a good week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.